Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh yeah, we are still in uh, double digit temperatures, so get out there, you know, enjoy the enjoy the sunshine, enjoy the nice weather before we are frozen for about four or five days here. I know, the tundra, the tundra, the polar vortex is coming, but remember that one winter when the polar vortex was here for like a month? Uh. Entire month of January. Oh, we were so mad. It was like three years ago. Yeah, we were very oh. upset about that. Oh, now right. that seems quaint to be it upset about that. It seems so quaint because I think we could still go out and have a life. Right, well, It's a right. good weekend to sit home and watch the Super Bowl Yeah, and stay warm. Okay, I have kind of, I think this is exciting news right, and it's me. inevitable and I don't know why we didn't see coming, see it coming, but... Ryan Seacrest has parted ways. He's stepping away from Ease live from the red carpet, which he's been hosting for 14 years. Yes. And of course, ABC wants to lock him in. You know, they hate that they broadcast the Oscars and Ryan is broadcasting for NBC, who owns E. Yes. Okay. They yes, want I see him. That. Because, to be a completely ABC Disney yeah. thing, and they probably this is his contract is probably up. Yeah, it was probably like a three year thing. I quite frankly am excited because I had Ryan uh, Seacrest red carpet fatigue, and so did every other long red carpet eyeball watcher because he was always could be so obsequious. I don't know. I would love it if they would hire Nancy O'Dell, and yes. it was Nancy O'Dell and Juliana Rancic. I would love that. And let Brad Gresky give some color yeah. commentary and a couple other people. Um, Miss J, I'd like to see Miss J giving color commentary, you know, from It'd Tyra. Be so fun. Anyway, that, that, and Nancy, because she is really good. Where is Nancy O'Dell? But she's available to do this yes, now. Yes, she is. You know, Rocco, that's just, you know. Okay. We've watched years. You guys are of tight these. with Nancy O'Dell. And are. I will miss having Ryan Seacrest not because he always at least says a couple of very, very cringy thing. But my thing that I really had fatigue for Ryan is that he did not seem to be delighted anymore. No, he, he wasn't. was in the club and it seemed like fake. Kind of, I don't know. It just seemed like obsequious and kissing ass and not in a good way. You know, it wasn't fun. And it's a tricky job to do. And I like Juliana. And she always says, you know, a few things. But I always think she feels like she still has fun doing the job. Absolutely. She does. And I like Nancy O'Dell. Everybody knows her. She's been at Access. She's been Entertainment Tonight. She took... Uh, like three years off now because she got divorced and her I think her daughter was twelve and, yeah, and probably her husband ne- needed her more yeah. and she did the scrapbook stuff with the company here in Minnesota. Yeah, so anyway, I would like to see them. I'd love to have it be a, a, a female centric team because I always felt like Ryan was like kind of first he tried to be the cool younger brother and then he grew into sort of like a not fun uncle. Yeah, I'm I think that this is great. Yeah, I like it. Too. So anyway, I like it. 
Now, Russell Brand is answering Why is questions he? on TikTok. Why, about Katy Perry. His, his manager told him all the kids are on TikTok. And we you forgot need to about get you. on TikTok. All right, fine. And so he's like, what is TikTok? And they're like, well, you just, here's a live feature and we answer any questions. And he said, yeah. And someone asked him all right. about um about Katy Perry, because, of course, they famously were married for just a little over a year. Like After kind of a very love-bombing, big romance. Big. Married in India. That's when she broke up with Taylor Swift, and Taylor Swift didn't go to the wedding. But Remember did that? they know each other, like, more than six months even? Before they got married? Yeah. No, it was really, it was, it was, it was something. It was, it was Rush Rocker. Yep. We were worried about them as a couple we were. We really were. We were. We were like this. Just seems like it should have been lust. Like it should have been, yeah, vacations and then not talking for a week and then going away on a vacation. Like that kind of a relationship. Yeah, they were, and we were so in love Although with him orgasmic, with his bookie wookie and everything that he know, had to say. We were in love with him. You gotta pay. You gotta ask yourself: Is this an orgasmic haze or is this love? And if you say I don't know, then you don't. Know. Then you don't know. Because you know what? You probably are in a gasmic haze and you're going to want to say it's love. But if really ask yourself, is it? Can you answer that question? I don't know. Can you? I, yeah, I can. Okay. So anyway, here's what he said. This is what he said. Mm. And remember what she found out like he texted her. Oh, yeah. That we're done. Remember, he moved to L.A. and had to learn how to drive. He'd never learned how to drive, and he was learning how to drive in a Prius all yeah. around Beverly Hills. And he sent her a breakup message and a text. Mm-hmm. Those don't feel good. Yeah. He just said, I really tried in that relationship. I have nothing but positive feelings for her. Well, this is very, when you are the dumper, when it's your idea to mm-hmm. divorce, you do have nothing but positive feelings. I can honestly say that. You know, from experience, and it just sounds about right, doesn't it? Yeah. You yeah. have better feelings about something if it was your idea. Oh, oh. hello. Yeah. Nobody so, likes to get dumped, no. Uh, no. No one likes to get dumped. No, it's just no, not a good feeling. No, and you're not going to always feel as good about it as the person who can be, afford to be, oh, yeah, you know, I really, I really tried, but did you? No, you know you didn't, Russell, you horny peckerwood or whatever we're calling you. You're so bad. You're so bad. But he really was. He wasn't done wandering. No, he wasn't. And then he married someone and he's got kids now. now, And and he's he's changed his life completely. He's 45 now. Yeah. I mean, this was, how long ago was this? 2011, so 10 years ago. Was it already 10 years? Yeah, so he was 35 and she... Is American Idol coming back? And I remember you and I talking about that. Like, well, this is blinded last. by yeah, his Russell Brander. She was. That's what it was. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would have been too. We were all blinded by oh, we were Russell Brander. Even Marjorie. Yes. Remember, we were all so into there the bookie wookie with Russell Brand when we first met him. He yeah. was just. Those long legs. He was intoxifying. And, the English accent. And, and self-deprecating beyond The belief. dirty mind. Like beyond. every woman every woman would go, okay, he'd make me do the naughty things I really want to do but haven't told anybody. He'll yeah. read my mind and do it. So Rocco, you had that kind of Hyde yeah. Piper of Brander going on. Brander. Yeah. 
you know. Oh, he was something. He did. He had a pipe, yeah. pipe in wiener. That's all we can <laughs> That's say. That's all you can say. All right. Okay. Now, this is a game that I did not realize that American Vogue, maybe they play it. I don't know. But British Vogue plays the bag as an extra thing that you get online or maybe if you buy the magazine. What's in my bag? And they did oh, it with sure. Angelina. Okay. Angelina Jolie. Yes, because she's the cover. That is Got a beautiful it. photo. Oh, my gosh. The magazine's been releasing more photos. This Cecil uh, DeMille home is... Oh, it's amazing. And it's like on an acre of land in the middle of Bel Air. Yeah, it's beautiful. Beautiful. Anyway, um, she's it's episode 44, if you want to go to British Vogue. and um, <laughs> But it, first of all, when I watched it, the bottom of her bag is very clean. I didn't see one crumpled receipt. Oh, I absolutely love that you chocolate. I love. I watched it. I love that you watched. Oh, Julia! The I wanted to see. Handbag. I was like, I want to see. Did she in. have lipstick in there? Yeah, there was a lip- lipstick anymore. She had some. It, maybe it was chapstick, but she didn't really. But she said, "Oh, here's my chocolate. I always have chocolate in my bag, and it was gold foil. But I know it wasn't that." Crappy old Ferraro Rocher. No, it was Godiva or something. And it wasn't. It might have been Godiva. It might have been Godiva, yes, Julia. It didn't look scrolled. like lint. It wasn't <laughs> the balls. Okay. And it wasn't the big square like a Giardelli. It might have been little Godiva. Oh, I like that. And then some Guerlain. And she's, you know, because she's a Guerlain spokesperson. But yeah, it was very is. organic. And she said, my daughter loves all my Guerlain stuff. And I did. My mom wore Guerlain. Yes, she did. So it was kind of like I got a little teary-eyed. Oh, sweet. Yeah, she's really, she loved Brad, Julia, and then she couldn't do it anymore. I want you to just be, he's okay with it, too. All right, fine. You know. Yep, Because he, he okay married her and her wanted her to be somebody else, too. That never works out. No, both of them. Yeah. Anyway, Warner Brothers uh, announced that her new movie, which we will see in May, directed by Taylor Sheridan. Do you guys know who that director is? I don't think so. You do, but we just don't know what movie he did. And it's a Western, a lady Western. And it's called oh. Those Who Wish Me okay, Dead. Just stop for a, a second. Lady Western. The last lady Western. <laughs> Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. I know it. Okay. Lori was yeah. so... So there's another thing, Rocco. Lori just went, <laughs> Sharon Stone to have amazing success all the time. And, and she, then and now Angelina, you know. Plus she's, she's coming out list. The Eternals. And Chloe oh, Laura, Zhao directed so... The Eternals, and she directed Francis McDormand and Nomadland. So two very different kind of movies. But yes, I did. We've been waiting for a Lady Western forever. <laughs> it's coming out in May, people. And it's here's what it is. It'll be on HBO Max the same day. A teenager witnesses a brutal murder and assumes a new identity. Now, this is the wild, wild west. So sure. Is it easier to do back I don't then? Know. Well, Seems no like it would be easier to disappear. Yeah. In order to escape twin assassins. Wow. Hides in the wilderness. Uh, by a, led a by an expert. And then they're threatened by a raging wildfire. This in the horrible. Montana wilderness. And it was written and directed by the guy who wrote Heller High Water and Sicario, both great movies. Violent. But come Heller High Water with our guy. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. You know, the cute Chris. Which one? The Hemsworth. one who was in Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Who is it, Rocco? Think, think, think for us. Someone. Chris. 
Where, Rago, do you, Fine, thank when you, Chris we Pine. went out loud, do you look he at... He was in Come yeah. or Hell or Highway. Oh, he's a great so, movie. So I feel real right. good about Those Who Wish Me Dead, a lady western. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about The Quick and the Dead from 1995? Yes, yes, yes. yes. And we're dating ourselves, but 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 Sharon Stone got another role in some networks Netflix series that was on for two days, and and we had to talk about it for two years. And at least you've rested all the Johnny Depp stuff because we don't have to talk about all of his weird movies. Well, there's too many core details. I can't bore you. I'm waiting for it all to come together in one big thing. Because I figure if you're not having it, neither are the other people listening. Thank you. When my eyes are glassing over, you know it. All right, we got to go. It's time for the dirt alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hey, Holly. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. <laughs> Welcome to the Dirt Alert. Uh, we got to talk about the dirty news first, and that is the ongoing Marilyn Manson story. Oh. Yeah. What right. is the latest? the latest? Well, the latest is coming to us from Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails, formerly of Nine Inch Nails, denouncing Marilyn Manson in a new statement. So you might be asking yourself, well, what's the connection here? Well, Marilyn Manson wrote about an episode with Trent Reznor in his 1998 autobiography, The Long Hard Road Out of Hell. And the story, which has recently resurfaced, Marilyn Manson recounts a scene in which he and Trent Reznor allegedly physically and sexually assaulted an inebriated woman in the 1990s. Now, Trent Reznor has this to say about that. Okay, I've been vocal over the years about my dislike of Manson as a person and cut ties with him nearly 25 years ago. As I said at the time, the passage from Manson's memoir is a complete fabrication. I was infuriated and offended back when it came out and remain so today. Well, that's a pretty strong Mm -hmm. um, statement. I believe Trent. Yeah, you know, uh, Trent Reznor, the connection between Trent Reznor and Marilyn Manson. Were they friends for like a nanosecond at the same time they were both famous or something? Well, actually, Trent Reznor signed Marilyn Manson's band to his Nothing Records imprint and produced Marilyn Manson's 1994 debut album, Portrait Mm -hmm. of an American Family. So they did have a working relationship Mm -hmm. with each other, but they have been estranged for decades. And Trent Reznor has been pretty vocal about his dislike for Marilyn Manson. Well, since the I 90s. guess yeah. if he denied that way back then when nobody was even paying. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. In attention exactly. to the sick stuff that Marilyn Manson was openly writing about what he was doing as far as abusing women. 
Right. He's been letting, I mean, he's been getting away with stuff. Yes. He must be like a really a Jekyll and Hyde kind of a guy. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, here's another story that's coming out about Marilyn Manson, and it's coming from singer Phoebe Bridgers. Oh. So she said that she went to Marilyn Manson's house once with some friends back in the day, and then Marilyn Manson showed him or showed her a room in his house that he told her was the quote unquote rape room in the house. Okay, that is so my gross. God. Yeah, it's disgusting. So Phoebe says, I went to Marilyn Manson's house when I was a teenager with some friends. I was a big fan. He referred to a room in his house as the quote unquote rape room. I thought it was just horrible. Frat boy sense of humor. I stopped being a fan. Bridgers added, I stand with everyone who has come forward oh my gosh but just think about he's gotten away with this for so long see this is the thing when people are victims of domestic violence you almost always think it's your fault when you're in it yeah it is so traumatic and so that is that's why it's Mm -hmm. there's so much quiet about it and so if I mean, there is a national domestic violence hotline, you guys, 800-799-7233. I had it just in case. Because really, you if, if you're in a situation like that, get help. Yeah. yeah. Because you don't know what, it could be bad, what could happen to you, and you can get away. Yeah, there is help. Mm-hmm. Even if you feel alone, mm-hmm. you are not, not alone. You are not alone. So we'll move on from the Marilyn Manson story. Nick Cannon is taking a break from the mass Singer after testing positive for COVID-19. Niecy Whoa. Nash is going to be filling in as host. Oh, she'll be great. Right? She will be great. I'm mm-hmm. very excited about that one. Yeah, so it's going to start filming its fifth season this week. So Fox is not going to stop for Nick Cannon. They're like, well, Niecy, come on in. And why don't you fill in as host? But I mean, Nick had to have exposed a lot of people. I I don't know because he's the a big part of that show. And here's the thing: you're most infectious the day before you show symptoms. Mm, yeah. Just yes. FYI, if you you know if you, if somebody, you they, think they, you're they, around anybody or anything, that's the day they're most they're finding out the most interested. Who were you around that day? The day you didn't have symptoms. Oh goodness, yeah. Well, hopefully. The Masked Singer is following safety protocols. Nick Cannon, hopefully he is going to be on the men soon. I don't know. People in Hollywood, there's like a lot of torn emotion about like just how like it's people are just feeling like their stuff is getting sloppy. Uh, oh, produ- like production as far as production for, protocols. For the people that are below the line. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's challenging. You know, under normal circumstances, the way that Hollywood productions go about uh, below the line workers, it, there's a lot of concern about how they are treated on Hollywood mm-hmm. sets. And now with a pandemic and having to follow all these safety regulations, one can only hope that I they're hope being it, followed through. Right, right. And that everyone there's an equality maybe that's coming into play. But I just thinking of all of who did helped him with wardrobe and sure, makeup and sure, all sure, that. Sure. So. Yeah, yeah. Don't have any answers mm-hmm. there, but hope everyone is being taken care of. Hey, Renee Zellweger's coming to network television. Oh, oh what us. is she doing? She's going to star in an NBC true crime series called The Thing About Pam. Hmm. 
Is it a, a drama? This is a true crime drama. Ooh. So this is going to be a six episode limited series. I think that they're hearing the call that you guys were questioning like, hey, no network TV is getting right? nominated for mm-hmm. Golden Globes or barely any for SAG. So it's a six episode limited series and it's based off of the 2011 murder of Betsy Faria. And that was explored on a Dateline NBC episode and a podcast of the same name of the upcoming show, The Thing About Pam. So she, ugh, it, it, it's pretty brutal. It sounds so, like it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the crime sets off a chain of events exposing a diabolical scheme involving Pam Hupp, played by Renee Zellweger. Now, spoiler alert, the real-life Hupp is in prison for life after pleading guilty to the murder of another person in 2016, Louis Gumpenberger, who was a random man she killed to frame Russell Faria. So... Lots of twists and turns in this series. Okay, the thing about that, though, the big piece, is that NBC is doing a six-part. Yes. Yep. So yes. it's like the new miniseries is going to get a new name. Mm-hmm. It's just a Yeah, you're right. You're it's absolutely the, right. It's the miniseries <laughs> for network television is getting yeah. a new name. Yeah. So it can compete with the streamers. There's so much material out there. Yep. There's so many good ideas. There just really are. With books alone or oh. magazine articles or look at I mean, people really do like their... That true crime, you know, in a we well do. done drama. I mean, it, it it works. Yeah, you know, and the president of NBC talking about this story, saying it resonates with people every time we've covered it because they did do the factual coverage of this on Dateline mm-hmm. NBC. So, you know, think about that. All of the stories They've that have done been told on, da- yeah. on Dateline NBC, mm-hmm. this show has been on for decades and it's on all the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't know if NBC is going to look at the success or whether or not the thing about Pam is successful for Renee Zellweger and they might follow. We might get more of these. Well, they maybe, you know, they're, they're looking at the undoing because Hugh Grant was the best thing in the undoing. As far as I was concerned. And Nicole Kidman's coats. And her coat and her eyeball <laughs> acting. Oh, goodness. You know, but that her part wasn't as compelling as, I don't know, just he Hugh got Grant nominated was. for a say. Yeah, and I think Donald Sutherland did too. Oh, good. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Well, you know, speaking of Dateline NBC and network television news hours, 2020 is going to air a special on Friday featuring Danny Lynn Burkhead. Going oh. and diving into her late mother, Anna Nicole, Anna Nicole Smith, past. Because uh, Danny Lynn Burkhead, she's 14 years old now. It, that feels young to be it doing does. this. Well, she's accompanied by her dad, Larry Burkhead. So read into that what you will. I know. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I don't know needs money. that Danny Lynn should <laughs> yeah. be doing this right now. I have, con- I have immediate concerns just as an auntie. Yeah. She never knew her mom. Yeah, I know, but so. Oh, that was such a drama. Such a drama. But if you are interested in watching this, it's going to be on 2020 Friday at 8 p.m. All right, you know we will. And your theory is. All right, what is it, Lori? All right, now, okay. I can can say with certainty that the amount of times I've given a child bath is, you know. Zero. No, maybe maybe a dozen times. Have you really? Well, just because I was sure a babysitter. Are you sure it was a baby instead of a dog? I was a babysitter. <laughs> I had a little, I had a brother 11 years younger. Yes, I feel like I was involved. I didn't like it. Slippery. <laughs> and um, <laughs> um, 
But Babies anyway, are slippery. So the theory is oh. that bath time can be the theory is it can be a stressful time or a wonderful time depending on the age of the baby, right? Okay, is that a fair sure. thing to say as yes. a non-parent and just as an auntie and a babysitter? That's an observation. Okay. You know, because I like remember taking baths with my sister. Oh, fun! Blast. And it was fun. I loved giving my kids bath. I loved my kids in the bathtub together yeah, with their. But cousins. were you a little yeah. nervous when they were little and slippery? Oh yeah, okay. but we would do it in the kitchen sink. Okay. Well, yes, but yes. Here's so the theory: cute. because bath time is such a let's say mostly entertaining mm-hmm. experience. Um, it's a happy time, and one of the things that many kids love to see is the water go down the drain. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I, I can think of other things I like to see. Too. Right, right. But they're, they're kind of like with the first time they might be kind of interested in that. What it, well, apparently I can't ever think of one time my kids were interested in that, but keep going. All right. Rocco. Can you I, I feel like here? going down the drain is a scary thing. I do too. Right. I'm, I'm waiting. For I remember the, there was a Mr. Rogers song about you can never go down the, the drain. drain, the drain. I'm yeah. thinking my kids are already out of the bathtub before and that we're toweling off. Well, but we'll go with you, Lori. This okay. is your segment. The, well, right, this, this is, is your Maybe story. I might be reading this wrong because okay. this is from the university of Nottingham. They say that, uh, bathtubs may hold the key in understanding black holes in space. And I thought, oh, for crying well, out loud. if this is going to be your way of making it be super relatable, because so far we haven't been able to figure it out, those of us who aren't physicists and, yes. you know, Science. scientists. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you guys have any grasp? I'm I don't still care. trying to figure out where the oh. cloud is. Well, I. No, I know where the cloud is. Sometimes I, I try to improve myself and um, oh, I'll do? walk on oh, the Bragger, treadmill Bragger. and watch uh, a, a documentary at the same time. Then I feel like I'm improving my body. Did you and watch my something mind. recently about black holes? So I did watch something on black holes. I still don't really get it, but I found it odd that. Um, you know, they say like, you know, that black hole can like suck up an entire like, you know, galaxy or something. Right. And, I, you know, this was kind of before the election and stuff. And I was just like, you know what? Maybe we've been sucked into a vortex. No, I want, I would, I was kind of cheering for a black hole to come suck oh my God. us all uh, away and we'd never have to deal with yeah. it. Yeah. And well, I found well, that a, to be a weird thought. As well, I that is it. a dark thought. Thank dark you for thought. sharing. Yes. We're going to send you to you. a therapist right I'm after in, the I'm show, in the trust honey. Tree here, yes, right. I know. Anyway, the they're studying <laughs> the vortex when water goes down a good drain, like how it goes, how it swirls. That that might be a way that uh, we could understand how black holes work in space. Oh, and this I is exciting thought, news. You know, well, whatever will work. We pretty much know bathtubs. Okay. <laughs> All I'm thinking of is the big ride that was like the bath, the toilet out at one of these water parks where you go around and around and around. Oh, my God. Hey, Larry, well, let's go to the next one. Anyway, this, I, but it's helped researchers visualize, measure, whatever the hell they do. But I was just like, okay, black holes and draining water have something in common. What? And they're studying it. And now I kind of have a little bit more of an understanding of, of the a black gravitational hole. I get it. I get phenomena. it. I do. Okay. I'm All right, now you. here's another okay. one. This is a theory <laughs> that really that's been proven. <laughs> we're uh, that that right now at this very minute, everybody who's listening, including the three of us just sitting here, we each have at least five spoiled foods in our refrigerator. Yeah, I I, I just cleaned mine out, but okay, I did. But just I yesterday, did. you did. Always. Okay. 
Rocco, you agree with that? Oh, 100%, because my wife buys a lot of produce in hopes oh, of making same. healthy salads and same. whatnot. Right. And then they just kind of sit there while we oh, yeah. eat beef stew and whatnot. You know? I, I've, I've you know given what's up bad buying... is when the cream cheese gets pink. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or I think or the when beans they, get stinky and right. man, they get or bad. the care not even the carrots, but what's the one vegetable that oh, goes celery really, gets celery gets gross. waterlogged. Oh, yeah. Water. Yeah. You can an onion can go bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it gets liquidy. When liquid stuff is at the bottom of your produce drawer, that's when you yeah. should be afraid. Yeah, guess who commissioned this study? This is a theory. Frigidaire. Yeah, no, rubber made. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I would agree. Yeah. And especially right now, because, I mean, so much more time is spent cooking. Right, right. Maybe, possibly. Or you're stocked up or you do think, I'm going to make something. I'm going to get to something. I've got a lot that I have to cook right now. I was going to have celery and peanut butter, and I bought the celery like two weeks ago. Got the good kind, the organic kind, you know, so that they're not so dirty, blah, blah, blah. And um, the ends were cut off. It was ready to go. I never ate one. Nope. Yeah, ants on a log or no, whatever you call it. the exact same thing. Yeah. I yeah. bought a bunch of celery to, for healthy snacks. Yeah, and, and I love celery and peanut butter, but if I am not the laziest person when it comes to actually, why? I mean, it's got to stop. Well, but, you know, you can buy lot. that celery that's pre-washed and pre-cut ready to go. Yeah. I know, but I'm, I don't want to waste feeling, I'm feeling vegetable lazy. Are you? I'm with you. Yeah. I, I just like, ugh. Yeah, someone really wants us to get with our reusable bags and not be turning up our noses because someone doesn't have bags with handles anymore. <laughs> oh, I, I pay I, for the bags listen, with handles. Here's the deal. For so long, you couldn't bring your own bags That's into the grocery true. store for people who are getting on me because I knew that was going to come up. Yeah. Because I carry my damn recyclable well, and bags. And you also but have to clean those reusable bags. Do. They become festering cesspools you do. of stuff if you're not bagging your meat in a separate plastic yep. thing. Now, do you really want to do that? No. You're taking an extra plastic bag. I say to the guy, if it's going in my paper bag, Go ahead. You don't need my to Woodbury use friends. Plastic. Totally were listening and yeah, texted me during that, and they know exactly the grocery store that is overcharging us and not <laughs> giving us paper bags with handles, <laughs> and is driving us to the other overpriced okay. store. Here, and all you want to do is go buy some milk. That's right, right. and I don't want to carry ways. out milk without handles. Okay, listen. There you go. Listen to this. <laughs> this is for yeah. <laughs> this is for the dog owners. And you have friends who are dog owners. Some are big, some are little. But I, what is the one thing people complain about a little bit with dogs? You always have the to poop, walk them. The and, poop, yeah, you the always poop. have to walk them. They always poop. If you want to scoop less poop, the theory is the University of Illinois says feeding dogs dog food made with human grade ingredients can result in up to 66% less poop to scoop. Hmm. I will give you my mom's example. Oh, my god. Her gosh. three dogs every morning each get a scrambled egg. One egg. Yep. One egg, no kibble, just okay. the scrambled egg. They only get kibble later in the day. Is kibble just dog food? Yeah, whatever the dog food is. Okay. Not the wet dog food. Okay, it's the dry stuff. You know, and then she even puts a little cheese in it. Oh, you know, she geez. really zhuzhes it wow. up. And then they might get a snack here and there, but my mom swears by it that it's less poop than when she used to give them dog food all during the day. What say you Okay, two? well, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. I so, kind of like, yeah. I like meaty poop because it's easy to pick okay. up. 
I'm just saying, Ugh. if you're walking dogs... Okay, what's the next story? If you're walking oh, yeah. dogs, you want them to have a I forgot good, to tell you, Rocco, she, she loves a good meaty poop. She, she loves a good poop story. <laughs> Julia is really comfortable talking about that. But anyway, here's what you can give your dog if you are just like, really, they are big poopers and right. you're kind of sick of it. Eggs, they can have um, rice, chicken, broccoli, beef, and carrots. Those are all human grade ingredients that are that, okay to give that your dog. Your dog, okay. You know, pair for you know. I don't adjust want to cut up food for a dog, and I, I, I don't know even so cut many it up dog owners who give the carrots to their. We're getting dogs. a dog. I wish you would dog share with me. That is one complaint I have about you. Julia Casey said he divorced I me. I hate that. That's not a theory. That's fact. I hate that. You want a dog share with Lori? I would love to. I want a dog share <laughs> with my mom, but she can't do it anymore. But I would dog share with. Lori. Well, maybe someone will contact you. No, um, I don't want to. I don't want to do it with this perfect stranger because I want it with no, someone. No, maybe one of your friends right now is listening. I want it with someone no who I... can change my mind and say it's your turn. No, it's your. I mean, someone who oh, can be bossy, who can boss you around. No, you'll try and bob the dog off on me, and Casey will be divorcing me. No, he doesn't want to share me, Julia. And really, I like having dogs on my Pinterest. I know you do. That's the place. When That's the where last I'm really time, a good... That seemed like an old school name. When is the last time you've Pinterest. even visited Pinterest? I have all my cute hair that I like. Um, but when's the last time you've been there? Every time I go to the hair salon, I pull up Pinterest. Okay. That's, that's when I really scroll you through scroll Pinterest. You scroll for hair I say travel things there okay. for future reference. What's I the name of our Pinterest site? Lori, Lori Julia. Julia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're clever. Yeah, yeah you started here? like some decor thing or well, something. I don't do anything on Pinterest. I hate these things. Yeah, I know. It's obvious. <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> Rocco. Okay. But they are, we haven't bought poop. one bot, though. We can feel good about that. We have not bought one bot. All of our, all the people that follow us followed us honestly, nice. at least. Organically. Just, organically. <laughs> As it were. <laughs> but we could, like, explode. We should. Yeah, and it wouldn't cost very much, but a thousand each. <laughs> we'll talk later. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about that. Remember from the show I told yes, you about? All yes. Instant Famous or whatever. We should try to Someone do the Instant watch Famous. That. Someone Some, should watch it. Julia. Yeah, HBO Rocco. Max, right? I, I saw it on there. It's... I'll, I'll take one for the team if you Will need. Will you, right, Please, sure. we'd like a report tomorrow. Okay, I'll watch it tonight. All right, all right. I good. love it because you follow through too. We, that's will. what we like about you. We could jog, dog share. You're right now, <laughs> watch out, Rocco. Now start running. That's not a theory. That's a fact. All right, listen. When all we right. go, we got a couple other things to tell when we come back. Kids probably think the drain is scary. They needed Mr. Rogers to tell them. But he should have told them you can learn about black holes by staring at that drain. That's how black holes in space work. And suddenly it's gone. And then everything's gone. I might understand it. Everything you know and love will soon be gone as we get sucked into the black hole. Oh my gosh. But then there's something called a white hole. I I don't know. Sometimes I watch these science things and I think I'm going to learn something. Yeah. I just ended up more confused. I did. I tried. I quit on those things. Are like you going to watch, Julia? You've given Rocco the assignment to watch. I'm going to watch Real Housewives. How many episodes is that? Is that just a couple? I, I think I it's, it's just a documentary. It might be like 90 minutes okay. or something like that. I think that I have. You told me my job right Salt now. Salt Lake City. Yeah, I will watch it. I can't believe I forgot. It was the finale, Julia. It was the Jen Shaw apology How can I tour. do everything? 
Well, I was at bowling and I managed to watch I it. watched Firefly Lane oh, this that's morning right. for like two and a half hours right. doing the wrong thing instead of doing the right thing and watching Salt Lake. I just... Yeah, well, don't I worry about did. it. We can I'm talk not about worried. it. We can talk about I'm it tomorrow. Not and John Travolta, you know, a couple of days ago, they post someone else posted it. You know, he and his daughter are going to be in a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, I saw that. So they're doing a dance from Greece, doing the hand drive. Do that. It's for Miracle Bro, baby. I don't uh, know uh, if it was uh. that song. All right. Did you do the hand drive at like yeah. the Saint Stadium? Yeah. For yes, the- we did. Yeah, we yeah. did. Let's do the but he is a good dancer. Baby. Of course he is. All right. But he also holds the title of being the star in of what is considered the worst Hollywood bomb ever. And the, even people Which involved Which with one? it said it should have Not never fa- been made. Which one? Oh. Battlefield Earth. Oh. oh. Speaking of Xenu. Yeah. 1982, the L. Ron Hubbard. I mean, Barry Pepper was in that. Forrest Whitaker, Kim Coates for Sons of Anarchy fans, and Kelly Preston. Well, and, that, of course, John Travolta. It's I, always considered one of the like top three worst films of all times, universally. Like Prince is the best Super Bowl halftime show <laughs> since yes. 2000. Battlefield Earth gets that. Well, and, and remember they did the Gotties. He and Kelly, yes, and, he and I kind of wanted to I see that. I kind of want to see that, too. I don't, I don't know. Maybe there wasn't, uh, maybe Gotti wasn't that sympathetic. Maybe not enough people saw it. Well, Even, or maybe yes. it was a bad uh, script. Yeah. Right? But boy, they worked hard to get that made, and then she died. Um, He's dead. She, by the way, so the big streaming show on Apple Plus, which I think I'm the only one who has it, and I haven't watched it yet because I just I can't, can't figure out how to get it on my TV. Palmer, the Justin Timberlake, oh. the movie he was making in New Orleans when he was making out with his co-star yes. while his wife was Jessica pregnant. was pregnant. We didn't know it. So Alicia was on Entertainment Tonight. Julia... And what she said. To say that I got closer to the TV. And listened is, and turned up the value, volume and told Casey not to say anything. He, he, wasn't, he wasn't home. So, Rocco, this is who um, Justin got busted with at the Abacinth house. Okay. You know where that is? It's yeah. right on Bourbon Street. It's kind of a famous corner. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that, yeah. It's called the Abacinth house. Everybody goes there. Everybody knows it. Everybody who's anybody. No, but it is like it, it, it's it's old. It's locals still go there. It's 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 an institution, well, and he is on the deck and the balcony with his hands all the between way between her legs, between her legs, and they are kissing and they are making out. Yes. They are filming this movie. So she, this is what she had to say okay. about her involvement with the movie. Um. She said, um, she said about, he's just unapologetically himself. And when he came in to read for the part, he had so much energy. Okay, what the hell does that mean? Well, it means they were making, they had the BDE and they were having eyes right then and there. And then she quickly averted and said, I would love a world where people can be themselves and not be shamed or ridiculed by it. Because apparently it's uh, there's a kid in it, and maybe there's identity, you know, straight, gay, trans. I don't know. She switched gears when she realized that she was saying too much. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, someone. No one at Entertainment Tonight or Access or Extra asked her about the photos of them on the balcony. 
Well, that would be in poor taste, I kind of think, Laurie. If you're interviewing someone, say, well, I found it interesting that you had such a connection. And on screen and off screen. Well, we did see those photos of you two making out in the Addison house. Was he a massage therapist, (laughs) you, part-time during this, you know, filming of this movie? What was going on? I got to tell you something else, because remember earlier today we were talking about some inventions that people might not have known about were done here in Minnesota. Um, Ray wanted us to know that um, General Mills, not only did they do the black box box recorder, recorder, they also built the deep, summer-sizable Elvin that was explored the Titanic wreckage. The submarine, that's right. Wow. Why is General Mills doing these because they're a big company, Technology they have things. money to experiment with, and I then and like they hire scientists. I guess. What else are they doing? Yeah, really, well, that's kind of cool. They're, I don't think they do Lucky Charms because I mm-hmm. think that's yeah, they do. That sounds like them. Lucky Charms is going to be green now in the month of um, March mm-hmm. instead of gray. Your milk. They yeah. figured out a oh, way. You figured to out make a way to say it. milk again. Milk. <laughs> milk. Hey, there milk. you go. Milk. Milk. Mm-hmm. You How know, do you say that fabric that makes like soft, um, like lady blouses? Starts with an S. Chanel? No, it's a four-letter word. Yes, yeah, he's silk. Why do you say silk, silk milk. and milk? Milk. You know, you've got a lazy tongue. I have. A- <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can think. It's a lazy tongue, and it doesn't work. Marco, we were trying to record something earlier today. That's just going to be a promo for something coming up next yes. month or something. I had every long word in it. It's true. And I'm trying to figure out how to make my mouth form those words. And I might just have a lazy tongue. Yeah, I think you do. I just have a lazy. A lazy. Well, it's not always lazy. It That's isn't what I've lazy. heard. But, no, you know, I, I would I mean, disagree sexually that my tongue is lazy, but oh, my tongue, no. my tongue might be lazy on the show. She's single, everybody. Well, a girl's a girl. Someone has to have something, you know. Jeez, I feel like um, I feel like uh, there was there was a dating thing. Is Wendy Williams dating out loud on her show? I haven't since I. Promise that I would go back in and try to watch it. I haven't watched. Well, she one. wasn't on the first. Uh, she wasn't on Monday and Tuesday. I haven't watched it after the Lifetime airing. It must have killed her. New York had the snowstorm. Oh, no one right. could get to to work because she's downtown oh, in uh, Chelsea. They're not like us Minnesotans. No, we well, the whole city kind of yep. shuts down, and you got people living over the bridges, and it's dangerous oh, to, Lori. to she come must, to work. Because so I show. wanted to watch it for no, those. No, yesterday was the first yes. day she addressed um, all the love she got. A lot of people sent her bouquets, but her favorite was a big, huge carrot cake. And it was National Carrot Cake Day. Yes. And Anil is our resident, yeah. you know, carrot cake go. enthusiast. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.